There you are. <laughs> gotcha. You know, I, I guess, you know, that's special. You dropping so much fire onto the podcast. Had to, had to break it out and get a break just a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> but I like it. I love it. And you still rocking with me. So you got you. it. Thank you. But you was uh, explaining how, um, you know, that homeschooling, how the, you know, basically the challenges there and you was giving parents their advice as far as homeschooling. So what is an advice that you would give for all this, the, the parents right now during the pandemic? What advice would you give them as far as homeschooling since that's what they're doing? Right, right. Well, first, let's let's make sure we're clear on the differences. Homeschooling, if you're homeschooling, you are responsible. It is both a legal and a moral obligation. You actually have to separate your children from the school system. It's a formal document. You usually have to sign some papers or whatnot or let the state know that you're homeschooling. Uh, it is definitely a choice and a decision that has to be made by the family together. Mm-hmm. Also, they need to understand when you're homeschooling or you choose to homeschool, there is no guarantee the school system will take your children back into the school system easily. Usually there are a lot of hoops to jump through. Uh, your child may be required to take exit exams for all the classes they would have taken during the time that they were not in the traditional school system. Right. That That's a, that's a lot of pressure to put on a child. I don't care what age they are. Um, and, and it can be, you know, more so than that. It, it can be just, it, it's just a lot of work to go through. Mm-hmm. So home, actual homeschooling is something parents need to be really thinking seriously about. Uh, however, with schooling at home or bringing school home, your child is still enrolled uh, and someone else is responsible. You are still the parent, but you're only responsible for ensuring that they show up for their online classes and do their homework as you ordinarily would be helping them with. So, but when homeschooling, there are plenty of ways to do it frugally without it costing a lot of money. There's a lot of low cost curriculum and a lot of free resources online. So it doesn't have to be expensive either. Wow. So during the (coughs) pandemic, so many families were forced to do homeschooling. Do you think that could be something that a lot of parents pick up as full time? Or do you feel that once the pandemic is over, a lot of parents would probably go back to the old traditional um, way of school? I think it's gonna depend on what they've seen as a family. Because I saw a parent that has three children, different ages, I wanna say fifth grade through first grade, fifth grade, third and first. And trying to manage the timetable for their kids' online classes. Each one had to be online at a different computer at a different time for different classes all day long. Talk about a nightmare. Right. I can't imagine the logistics trying to figure and lunchtime was at a different time. Break time was different for each kid. There's just no way. It's a whole lot easier when you're legitimately homeschooling because you're in control of their schedule. And there is none of this. Well, at 820, you change classes and you have to switch to this Zoom room to this for this teacher, whatever. Not happening when you're doing that, when you're actually homeschooling. So it's a lot easier uh, to manage your time every day. 
for example, when you're homeschooling, they don't have all that busy work that they have in traditional school. And you, you right. I believe a lot of parents figured out there was busy work uh, when in March they took their kids home and it's like, okay, well, here's, here's what your kid has to do. And they could do it in, you know, the whole school day's worth of work in a few hours rather than being there for six or eight hours at a desk. Right. You know, so uh, homeschooling, there's no busy work. Younger kids, kindergarten through third grade, takes one or two hours a day tops. Fourth through sixth grade, three to four hours, maybe. Sixth through eighth grade, four or five hours. In high school, six hours or so, depending on whether or not your child is taking college dual enrollment classes or AP classes. And most children can learn on their own once they're good readers. So as a parent teacher, you may not have to sit with your kids to teach them much of anything. You know, at the start of the school year, <coughs> I would break up each textbook into a number of pages per week or per day to complete the text that year. Then wow. on Sunday evenings, I planned for that week only. Subjects such as math are usually one section of one chapter per day. You know, homeschooling is pretty much as simple as here's your assignment. Let's do it. You know, and as my kids got older, could give them their assignment for the whole day. Here's what you're doing. You know, you wrote it down. It's on one piece of paper. Finish these chapters or these pages in these books and be done and just check on them now and then. Mm. By high school, I gave them the assignment for the week. And if they completed it early, then they could have one or two days off for the week. They could finish their schooling by Wednesday if they worked hard enough. Wow. You know, but if it took them longer, say longer than maybe the deadline is 5 p.m. on Friday, regardless, then they would forfeit an activity the following week. So they learn to stay on track and to complete their work. Wow. So you basically, honestly, when it came to you monetizing your time and managing their time, they was able to learn how to make time work for them and not them work for time. Absolutely. And it's something they need to know as adults, too, when they go into the workforce. That is so true. That's so true, because I learned later that so many of us are working really hard and we're overworking when we're working for money, when we can make our money work for us. That's right. So you taught, you taught your daughter and your kids, you taught them a valuable lesson, even though there was something they, they decided to do. If I know if I get done with my work early, I can get a day off to play a game, to go to the mall, to go hang out with my friends. So they start strategizing in a different way to get the, to get the job done. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So do you feel that now while parents are during the pandemic that the reason why a lot of them have a hard time is because they don't know how to manage their time every day? Well, again, if, if they're homeschooling, if they're legitimately homeschooling, not bringing school home, then they have more control. Mm. When you have that kind of control, you, you may not have someone like myself who's experienced, you know, helping you along, but they are out there. As a matter of fact, almost every community has homeschool support groups. Find one in your community that will help you to see types of curriculum that are available for your kid, for your, your age child. Uh, how are they managing their homeschool day, you know? Guess what? One of the main reasons I homeschooled was because I wasn't getting up at six o'clock in the morning to get my kids <laughs> on a bus at seven. I'm sorry. 
I am a night person. <laughs> I, I am not getting up that early for you've got to be kidding me. So yeah, um, there's a there's a lot of advantages to actually homeschooling. <laughs> he said, no, that's not gonna be me. Uh-uh. Definitely not. So how did you, you know, help your children generate the income for scholarships, colleges? You know, you told us that the results were you going in and finding exactly how to do it, how to go by and make sure they get those keywords in. But you was able to bring in a lot of revenue for your children. You know, that was Absolutely. a big capital. So you know that wasn't easy. So what is one thing you can give an advice for the parents now to start right now doing when it comes to wanting to bring the capital that you did for your kids? Well, first of all, I must say that, and parents need to understand it, the most money a student will get in one bundle, in one chunk, is from the college that they are accepted to. So choosing wisely among those 4,000 colleges and universities in the U.S. is very important. Most of those are going to be based on your child's GPA and test scores from high school. So the student needs to know this early so that they can work on their grades and take those exams much earlier than their high school counselors are suggesting. Now, I used the ACT exam as our end of year proficiency exam for homeschooling. So I used that at the end of eighth grade, ninth grade, and 10th grades. And most parents are not aware that you can purchase that they can purchase their kids exams, right? That is right. so important to be able to do that because now they have something they can study from, right? And that's just that's just one part, but that's the biggest chunk. The rest of the money comes from independent scholarships. Again, starting early to look for scholarships outside of the college is important because independent scholarships begin as early as kindergarten. So if you have children in the U.S. of any age, start right now. In my research, I not only found scholarship applications, but also I found what is it that these scholarship boards are looking for in the winning essay. Most of these, now, you know, I've heard people say, oh, well, your kids must have been geniuses. No, they're not. The vast majority did not even ask for grades or test scores. It's just an essay. They want your opinion, your kid's opinion on a topic. And they have right. to be a halfway decent, you know, writer. They can't have done a misspellings, but that's where you come in or someone they know that has really good English grammar skills to review the essay and make sure that it's, you know, kind of cohesive, right? So mm -hmm. because most of these are just an essay, your kid doesn't have to be a genius. Anyone can apply. So in the end, bottom line, I have two kids that were homeschooled. They won 17 scholarships, totaling $199,000. They got four years debt-free with cash left over. I want other parents to help their kids do the same. That's the bottom line. Let's go. Come in with that amount, man. I'm telling you, that didn't pump y'all up to go do more for your children and research more. Definitely go out and um, contact Miss Denise. I'm telling you, she's helping so many parents lead the way. So I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be reaching out to you too. So you ain't going nowhere. We definitely family for life. I want to absolutely. Know, I got five, so I don't <laughs> know how to, how to get there. I want to get to where you at, so that I can be able to help my kids for generations to come, and they can set their kids up for generations to come. Well, so I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, when it comes to the money. This is one thing that 
we haven't been taught. Parents were not taught this when they were growing up. Hey, when I was growing up, we didn't even talk about money. I mean, nobody had a clue, you know, how much money anybody made. I, I should have known, but you know, as a teenager, you live in your own little world. Right. You know, of course, in hindsight, I look at it and I realize, oh, well, you know, on trash night, my dad would say, hey, you want to take a rod and let's go see if anybody's got any good trash. We were dumpster diving. We were picking up other people's trash that could be refurbished, you know, to get a lawnmower, a bicycle, a desk, whatever, a rocking chair, you know, and my dad would fix it up. So there's there's so many things we don't realize. But one of the most important things we don't do is the math. We're not showing our kids the math that says if you can get free money, you can get scholarships, then you can become a millionaire early in life and you can actually live the life of your dreams. It's a huge difference and people need to understand that this is something they can do. Man, that's massive. I, I did not know any of this. I feel bad that I didn't know any of this. And I'm, I'm just getting out of high school myself. You know, it's only been a few years ago. Not that old. <laughs> Not that old. But briefly, before we leave, before we get off the podcast, because you dropped so many gems. So if no one's pumped up right now, they, they don't feel like they can inspire somebody. They don't feel like they can push their kids to the max. Go re-listen to the whole podcast because it's fire. But briefly, share a word that resonates from the soul and will mark by you so when someone say hey Denise what do you follow by what is the, what is something that you inspire people that you stand on give us a brief breakdown of what it is most important to me out of anything else in this life is honesty and integrity and it's mm. kind of the same thing I suppose and they're not just words to me it's who I am it's to the core and something parents need to realize is that for your children it's the character your children's character is what colleges and scholarship committees are looking for in those applications so parents go ahead and, and be on the lookout watch watch for what character traits your child is showing and then help that to show through mm, powerful because my kids I, I know for a fact nine to five is not gonna work if they don't listen so I gotta find <laughs> different ways. I gotta find different ways of getting in. They creative. They're so creative that they can't sit in one spot. They want to do this and they want to go cut yards, like you said. They want to knock on doors, pick up trash. They don't awesome. think regular. So I already know off the back they're not made for nine to five because they'll be challenging you so hard. They'll ask you why. Why I gotta do this? Can I do it this way? Why can't you do it this way? So I know for a fact I gotta find different something that, like you said, something that that shows me where their path is and capitalize on it right mm -hmm. so denise thank you thank you i appreciate yeah. the opportunity always it means so much to me to have such an inspirational and motivational person just like yourself get onto the podcast and i know you ain't doing nothing but showing nothing but love and, and sharing resources that you've been able to find out during your journey right so Absolutely. thank you thank you so much and everybody on the positive energy generation podcast if you don't know you didn't know that nobody told you yesterday today last night that nobody loved you know that denise loved you know that i love you definitely go check her out on facebook social media before we get off if there's any platform they can follow you such as facebook um social media can you shout that out for me well, if they have uh, if they have kids middle school through high school, you can follow me on Facebook. Look for the Facebook group called Parents Talk College and Scholarships. There you go. 
go ahead and get that first leap into faith. Take that leap in faith and, and reach out to Denise so that she can help you guide and mold your children, like she said, to be those millionaires before they even get out of college or even start college, right? <coughs> so thank you, Denise, for getting on and showing so many so many parents how to lead the way. I would definitely be in more contact with you because I want to know more. Stay on the lookout for her books and the new book that's coming out off for the parents. Stay on the lookout for it. And I would definitely share it on all my platforms and social media so everybody get an opportunity to hear and see um, more guidance from you. Thank you again from the bottom of my soul for coming on and sharing your journey. And again, I love you. Stay blessed and live to inspire. My pleasure. Always. Have a good day. <laughs>